Hello, and welcome to the She Flourishes podcast, a weekly soul-stirring conversation that lifts you out of the funk and into the flourishing life, so you can live life as the best version of you. I'm your host, Brenda Jasmine. For the past 11 years, I've been coaching women and leading personal development workshops as a speaker and mindset coach. She Flourishes is an extension of those workshops and conversations and is designed to help you create the flourishing life that you were meant to live. Let's get started. I am so thrilled to have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Jennifer Lyle and she's an intuitive business mentor and chief energy optimizer. She helps visionary entrepreneurs create a strategy and trust in themselves to bring their million-dollar ideas to life and grow their business doing what they love. And I'm especially looking forward to our conversation today because Jennifer's here to talk to us about how we can check our inner battery and how we can make sure that energetically we're keeping our energy high and that we're making sure that as we go out into the world where, you know, we go out and we're giving so much as women, but that we're also replenishing ourselves. So welcome to the show, Jennifer. Oh, thank you so much, Brenda. I'm so excited for this conversation. I've got goosebumps already, so I know it's going to be really powerful. Awesome. I know. I'm so delighted to have you here. And you know, we've met a few times over the years, like a couple times here and there, and I feel like we've been in each other's orbit, but we really haven't had the opportunity to really sit down and have a conversation about the work you do in the world and this whole idea of um, checking our inner battery. And so I think it's so, so timely right now. So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation. So maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about what is it you even mean by, you know, this whole idea of checking your inner battery. It sounds cool, but what do you even mean by that? And and how did you even come up with that term? Hmm. I feel like starting with a really crucial moment in my journey, it was when I had started my business. And even though I'm talking about business, if you're not in an entrepreneur, but maybe you're in the corporate world. Um, I'm sure you can relate to this. I was having a conversation with my coach and I was telling her, I just wanted two minutes to breathe. And she says, well, give you, go ahead, take the break, take the two minutes to breathe. But I didn't value myself enough to give myself permission for those two minutes. Mm -hmm. So at this time, my kids were really young. I was working while they were at school or at daycare, turning back into mom mode. And then once they were in bed, I was staying up to like two o'clock in the morning at some points. So at the very beginning of my business, I had launched a video podcast. So this is 2008 before podcasting was cool. You're ahead of your time. Yes, (laughs) a pioneer. Um, Yes. So my podcast was focusing on wellness and I wanted to inspire people to be proactive about their wellness. And here I was burnt out and just running and running and running and doing everything. A lot of busy work, to be honest, as I can see now, but taking care of everybody else. And I came to this breaking point of where I was just so unhappy. I was like, I'm a smart cookie. I have 
a bachelor degree of commerce with honors. I was always a smarty pants in school. I had a background in corporate. I knew about marketing. Like, why is this so hard? And I was working the same way that my parents worked. They left for work at seven in the morning and didn't come home till 11 o'clock at night. So that was the only way of working that I knew was you worked until you dropped. And I was just done, done. So I had this moment of, it was March, 2010, and the house was quiet, 6 a.m., pitch black. Everyone was still asleep. And I was just starting to explore this idea of a, of a concept of a morning practice. And I remember sitting on my couch and I, I didn't quite know what I believed in, but I believed that there was some sort of higher power out there. And I just said, I give myself permission to figure out what makes my heart sing. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered meditation, dowsing with a pendulum, crystals, oracle cards, and something called automatic writing. And it was in that automatic writing process that the, I, I received my own methodology, my own modality called connect to you. And there's a little sliver of that connect to you process. That was the beginning of that whole idea of checking your inner battery. So I know that was a long story, but I felt like it was important to kind of dive in there. Yes. Thank you for that. So beautiful. And I'm sure so many people can relate because you, you know, when you are, um, whether you're a mom or not, if you're like, you know, busy, that whole, our whole culture, right. That work till you drop, get up, drive, you know, drive, um, that sort of driving yourself, right. Not, not car driving, but being so driven. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then even feeling like, you know, you've had so little time for yourself during the day. So then you stay up at l- late at night. And I've done that too, where it's like, Oh my goodness, that's the only quiet time I got to myself when the kids were little. And so, which then sets you on a path where you're not getting enough sleep, but that's not not great either. Um, but I I wanna I, I love this whole idea of um permission to do what makes your heart sing. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really beautiful. And so tell us more about that. So you you don't you were diving more into kind of so this more like spiritual side, right? By the sounds of it, with the oracle cards and the pendulum and, and those sorts of things. So can you tell us more about that journey? Because I think I find that really fascinating. Yeah. So it, that was like my pinnacle moment of surrender, where I was able to break the paradigm of that busy track, of that way of just constantly being busy, where I just started to surrender to a greater knowing within myself. And it really was a moment of awakening my intuition and expanding my awareness from my logical brain to tune more into my intuition and to trust in myself more. So important. I want to tell you a little secret. I'm leaning in here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So with my secret, so I'm on a mission to teach a million people to check their inner battery as often as they check their phone battery. What I'm really doing is I'm awakening people to connect in with their soul and to develop their intuition. Beautiful. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> 
ladies that are listening here, you get it. So I feel safe telling you this. Some other environments, I might not be revealing that just so quick. But I feel like if you have this craving of, oh gosh, you know, I just wish I could trust in myself more. I wish that I could tune in more. Lean in. This conversation today, this is what's going to help you feel happier, feel more connected to yourself, feel more connected to your loved ones have a lot more self-compassion, more compassion for others, this little check-in is gold. It, it is. Thank you. It is. And I, okay, I'm so happy you shared that secret with us because and, and I feel very honored um, that you did. And okay, so this is, this is so exciting to me because I think this is just so needed right now. And so I love this idea of the entry point being thinking about, we all have these smartphones and you're so right. It's like, we check, we're always checking our phone battery. So say more about that, this whole idea of like checking your inner battery as often as your your phone battery. So if you can consider how often we do check our phone battery and the fact that you would not let your phone be down to 25% and know that you had a full day ahead of you. Like if you're using a phone as uh, your business tool or just you're on vacation and you want to be able to take lots of pictures, you would not let your phone battery get down to 25%. Yet how often are you scraping by your days where you're just down hovering in that little orange zone, dipping down into the red zone. That's really the problem with the whole world. We're exhausted, burnt out. Um, there still is a lot of anxiety and stress around recovering from the last few years, moving through a pandemic, going through and hearing what they're talking about in the economy, hearing what's going on with wars all over the world. And even if you're someone who is aware and consciously chooses to not watch much news, you still hear what's going on. And you were saying earlier, and you're absolutely right, how it still is just the energy of what's going on out there and you feel it. If you are someone who listens to Brenda's podcast, you're a little more sensitive. And whether you realize it or not, you're highly intuitive and you're picking up on the energy that's out there. So this opportunity to pause and check your inner battery is about checking to see how you're feeling in four areas, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And, and I'll walk you through the check-in in a moment. And as you start to pause with this check-in, you start to understand how you're really feeling. And then you have a choice. If you discover that your energy levels are low, well, do you want to push through that way? Or you can take a pause to do something to boost your battery mm -hmm. so that you're able to show up for that next conversation, for that next meeting, to do that proposal, work on that project, be there for your kids, go do what you love, go for that whatever, and show up as the best version of you because the way that there's so much programming that i was really exposed to was you go 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 until you drop but what you don't realize is that you think you're being more efficient but if you are trying to push through at 50 percent 
then your output quality is compromised. You'll end up having to go back and fix things or you'll reread something and see, oh, that's not the right word. But the language that you're able to use is reflective of the energy that you're in in that moment. You need to boost up to the thriving zone where you're an eight, nine or 10 out of 10 and then take action from there. So you might think that, oh, I don't have the extra 15 minutes I need to, to do a meditation, to go for that little walk. But really, you're going to save yourself half an hour <laughs> by not having to fix things or undo things because you didn't express things properly in that conversation. Yes, it makes me think about how we used to talk about, you know, slowing down to speed up. And I don't know yes. if that works with your context, but it is yes. that idea of, and it's almost like, yeah, don't let it get so low, so close to empty. And I love this idea of the thriving zone being eight, nine or 10, or Chris, I like to call it, I would call that the flourishing zone on the She yes. Flourishes podcast, but Absolutely. where are you thriving? Where are you flourishing? And uh, so true that we convince ourselves that I'm too busy to do that workout or that walk in the woods or whatever it is, or that, or just to stop and breathe. Yes. Um, and yet that's going to be the thing. And, and so I love that because you think, okay, well, my car can be like on almost empty or my phone battery will be on almost empty, but it still works. But our bodies aren't quite like that, are they? It still works, but the quality output isn't quite right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like so, if you have yeah. your car, but maybe it's it's almost on empty and maybe you've seen the note, the flash notification of you need the oil change or the windshield washer fluid. And that's okay. The windshield, wish, windshield washer fluid being low is fine as long as it's a sunny day. Right. But if it's like snowing and sleet and crappy out, that's dangerous. You're putting your life in danger, literally. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think too, Jennifer, that like, even when we're on that low battery, let's say, yes, we can push through. Yes, we can do it. Or yes, my phone is still going to work to stay with that metaphor. Um, but in the back of your mind, you're distracted, right? Because you've got that little buzz in the back of your mind of, oh, I'm about to run out of gas or, oh, I'm about to run out of um, power here. I better find a plug. And so we're distracted, right? We're not we're not fully in that focused energy because there's this little bit of um, buzz in the background that's depleting us as well. On top of already feeling depleted, now we've got this concern in the back of our mind. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because that is the same sort of distraction that depletes our energy of the energy of what's going on out there in the world. So even though you're unplugged from uh, maybe television and the news, it still is a rumbling out there. And so you have to be so disciplined and conscious of how you're doing and understanding that you, you might even be thinking that your battery is like a seven out of 10, like a 70%. But then if you, maybe you don't listen to the news, but maybe your partner listens to the news, mm -hmm. or maybe it's something that comes up with everything at, at your work. There's a dashboard that you see, and it's just a little click, quick thing, but it gets you reconnected to what's going on out there. And then it depletes you and it does impact you. Yes. Yes. It depletes, it drains us all of, yeah. It's not until you check in that you start to make the connections of how these things impact you. 
Okay. So, um, oh, there's so much here I want to unpack and I want to get to the practical too of like, okay, when, um, what do we do when we see our battery getting low or when we're, we're conscious of it and even how to be conscious of that in the first place. Um, I do just want to acknowledge, um, I, I think it's so important for us to realize your, your point about, you know, there is so much going on in the world right now. Um, there's so much going on in the workplace right now with burnout. Um, and we're hearing, you know, the images we're seeing on the news, the, the, the stories we're hearing of what's happening in the world. Um, it's so true. Like it is depleting us. It is draining us. Even if it consciously isn't in our full awareness, we're all being affected by whatever's happening around us. So knowing that, I think just knowing that and having an awareness um, is really important. And then that takes me to, okay, so, you know, you've sold us on this whole idea of we need to be checking our, our battery. We need to be conscious of it. So first of all, yeah, how do we get conscious? Cause I think we're kind of, I know like a lot of times I can be oblivious because I'm so in my head. And then it's not till the end of the day when I plunk down on that couch that I'm like, Oh, I'm absolutely exhausted. Um, and I've probably gone below zero, right? <laughs> Way below zero at that point. I'm in the negative. So how do we catch ourselves? Maybe start there. Mm-hmm. So it's about creating the habit of checking your inner battery. There's like habit research. They talk about this concept of a foundational habit. And when you can do this one thing of checking your inner battery, it will have positive spillover effects into all other areas of your life. Because as you start to check in, and we'll get to the practical aspect of it in just a moment, as you start to check in, you start to see where you love your levels are. And you can start to sense the, oh, okay, well, physically, I'm not feeling so great, or I'm really thirsty. So I need to drink more water. Yes, I made the commitment that I want to drink three liters, four liters, or a gallon uh, of water. So I'm you catch yourself feeling thirsty before <laughs> letting yourself get totally thirsty. It's like, ah, you look at your water glass. It's been empty since noon, and you just keep forgetting to fill it up you start to make these healthier choices because you make correlations. Oh, I'm feeling really sluggish this morning. Ah, you know what? I had two desserts last night and I can see now I'm making the correlation that that's actually impacting that I'm having a hard time waking up. I should really look at and monitor then how sugar might be impacting me, how wheat or however, what food might be impacting you. As you check in emotionally, you might start to realize that a particular colleague or coworker or task that you work on stresses you out. And then you can choose to show up for that task or that conversation in that thriving zone instead so that you don't get depleted by them. Because when we're feeling fantastic, things don't send us sideways. But when we're at that last straw and somebody just does that last little thing, it's just like snap, or I can't take it anymore, or whatever. The shoes that are in the doorway instead of in the closet, <laughs> just that's the last straw and you lose it. Mm -hmm. But if you're feeling good, you just hop over the shoes. It's like, honey, could you please remember to put them in the closet, right? Totally you're right. Different. Yeah, it's two. It's like you're two different people, almost two completely yes. different reactions. You're right. Yes. 
Yes, I love that you said that. We are completely different people when you're in that, in the suffering zone, which is um, five, six, or seven, or in your survival mode, one, two, three, or four. It, it totally impacts how you express yourself. And the beautiful thing is, is that as you start to recognize what's going on within you, you can advocate for your needs more. And you can express, you know what? I'm feeling really stressed right now and I've got a lot on my plate. Could somebody else take care of making dinner? Could you take care of this errand for me? Because like anybody could do it. Or, you know, instead of going to the grocery store, you order your groceries online because then you know that that's gonna save you money. Or you know that you've got a big project over the next three months. So maybe you have your housekeeper come every week instead of every other week or once a month, you know, you just change the support that you have. And because you recognize what's going on within you, you're able to see it and witness it and others as well. So this is, uh, this is amping up your awareness, your intuition, because as you're checking in to see how I'm feeling physically, you now start to activate your subconscious mind to constantly be looking at what's going on in myself physically. So when you start to feel those goosebumps or truth bumps, or you know what, something's feeling off, like this person, I don't know, there's something about the situation that you're so sensitive and you're more aware because you're checking physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you're monitoring all of this stuff that you become more aware and this is training your intuition. Can you say more about that? And I love this idea of the truth bumps and say more about this connection between. So what you're saying, if I'm understanding you correctly, is the more I'm in touch with my inner battery and, and how depleted or, or energized I am, that can lead to me being more intuitive. And so just help us make the leap from, from the one to the other. Let's go through the practice of checking in and okay. then that will help to be the bridge. Okay. All right, so you need a pen and paper and you're gonna write down four words, physical and then emotional, then mental and then spiritual. I've written them down. Yay, perfect. Okay, so close your eyes. I like to put my hand on my heart because this is like- Okay, and if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Do this a little bit later. Yes, or you, <laughs> and you can still go through even with your eyes open, as you are training yourself to do this, having your eyes closed takes away the visual stimulation and helps you go within and helps you tune in more easily. So if you're able to close your eyes, I also like to put my hand on my heart because it's like, come back to me, come back here and ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how do I feel physically right now? First number that comes to you, one is low, 10 is high. And then write down some words around why you're rating yourself that number. So if you scan through your body, are you feeling energized? Or maybe you're feeling achy. I'm noticing that my neck is a little sore from my workout yesterday, the core stuff we're doing, and I have a long neck and I tend to strain my neck. Uh, neck as I'm trying to hold the core <laughs> and I'm noticing, okay, I need to do some neck stretches right here. How's your breath? Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? 
take it all in. And write down a few words because this is where you start to tune in and this is where you start to practice the awareness of how your body's feeling. And then instead of pushing through and, oh yeah, my back's aching. Oh, I really should make a massage appointment. Oh yes, I really should do it. And then three weeks later, oh yes, I've got to do it. And then you throw your back out. This prevents you from getting to that breaking point so that you take better care of yourself. Okay, next question. On a scale of one to 10, one being low, 10 being high, how do you feel emotionally? First number that comes to you. And then what are the emotions that come up? Are you happy, anxious, sad, curious? What's going on for you emotionally? There was one time when I was leading a women's networking group through this process and we were here. It was a great conversation. We were connecting. It was May, uh, several years ago, and it was before Mother's Day. And here I am leading this group. We had had some wonderful connections. I was loving the conversations. And when I checked in, I got that I was a seven out of 10 emotionally. It's like, huh, isn't that interesting? I wonder why I'm a seven. And when I asked myself, I got, I miss my mom. Now I had seen my mom the weekend before, and I was keeping Mother's Day weekend for me, for what I wanted to do. And I guess there probably was some conversations about what are you doing for Mother's Day there at that dinner? And I hadn't realized that I didn't know how much time I was going to have left with her. And I really needed that time with her. And it was just this little undercurrent. But if I hadn't checked in, then I could have had this little edge to my voice when I was talking about other things with Mother's Day and not realizing it. I also had lost my dad on Father's Day in 1995. Oh, yeah. So I hadn't realized how important Mother's Day was for me. Yes. That was an easy fix. I called my mom and said, guess what? You get to see me two weekends in a mm. row. She was happy. I was happy. Mm. But how often do we have something that happens in the morning, whether it's, uh, you know, you're getting the kids off to school and something's not going right, or maybe your car doesn't start or somebody cuts you off in traffic on the way to that meeting to order the office. And then you're there. And somebody says, hey, good morning, how are you? Ah, oh, pissed off, because this and yeah. this and this happened. And yeah. then you tell that story, keeping that anger and frustration mm -hmm. alive mm -hmm. through the whole day. And then you end up spewing that energy on people and you don't even realize that there's this little edge to your voice. Yes. Oh, so, so good. And that's just, that's a beautiful example of where that intuition comes in. I can see that now, right? The your intuition was would you say was telling you, you know, it's important to be with your mom. Like your Yes. Yes. It gave you the opportunity to li to listen to the voice of your intuition or listen to your your the emotion that came up for you that gave you that link to your intuition. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to break this down a little bit deeper cuz this is getting really juicy. Okay, next question. So come back in. If you're able to close your eyes and come back in, put your hand back on your heart and ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel mentally right now? It's the first number that comes to you. 
And this is about, are you clear and focused or scattered and confused? What are the dominant thoughts that are going on in your head? And this here is a real mm, interesting, I'm going to go with the words that want to come out of my mouth here, a real dramatic insight into what's going on in your head. Because your head is a storytelling machine. And it's going to create the stage and set the context for how you move through the day. So if you have a thought in your mind of, oh, I'm really mad at them, or oh, I've got to do this project, I really hate doing this project. For instance, over the summer, we were doing a renovation. And so I set the intention of my mantra being, this is easy. This is easy. <laughs> this is easy. And we were very fortunate. Um, we only had two outside um, companies to coordinate for doing some of the work. My husband's very handy. My son's studying carpentry in college. And so we all pitched in. We did a lot of the projects. And so overall, it was easy. We used our deck as our outdoor kitchen and we, we, we did it. We did it. Whereas other people, every time I'd say, we're doing this renovation, they're like, oh, how's that going? And yes. I did not want to take that on. Right. Now, I will be completely transparent in that we still have those last little bits of pieces of furniture that we're, we're waiting on. And well, we need this piece before we can finish that piece. And I've got these last few boxes of all the stuff that's going to go into a hutch or a wall unit. And they're still like in my, my bedroom. And I just had to get them out of my room and into the living room, dining room, just so they're out of my, out of my living space, like my main space, because I was just tired of that clutter and I could feel how it was impacting me and it was making me pissed off. And so sometimes we just need to clear the space, be present to how we're feeling because there's often a little solution that can make things better, whether it's just tidying something up, having a conversation with somebody or getting in tune with and present to an old story that's going on in our head saying, you know what? I don't want to focus on that anymore. I'm going to focus on what I do want to create. Mm, yes. Focus on what I do want to create. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So the so I love this idea of um, this is easy. And it's so true how the outside world, like I'm I'm thinking, yeah, the renovation. And I think I might have even been one of those people. <laughs> I apologize now. <laughs> when you said the renovation, I'm like, oh, because I know what my renovation was like, right? Or it's like I remember when I was um pregnant and then people wanted to tell me their horror stories of childbirth. And it's like, don't I don't want to hear that. Like I don't want, I just want to focus and but it takes a very conscious effort to not be pulled into uh, whatever the people out there, society out there, like it's like, no, renovations are hard. Renovations are difficult as opposed to then you had to step into that, you know, this is easy or focus on what I what I do want in my life, what I do want to create. So thank you for yes. those examples. You're welcome. So the last part of this check-in, and I know that this seems really long, 
but I'm just teaching you the process. Once mm -hmm. you start to do it over and over again, it can be done in seconds. It can be done in seconds. Okay, so this last question is, on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel spiritually? And this is about you and the connection to whatever higher power it is you believe in, uh, whether that's God, Allah, Buddha, the universe. Um, it could be your purpose or your higher self, or just trust the faith that things are gonna work out. And if this question doesn't resonate, you don't have to go there. But I think that this is probably gonna be something that you want to check in because this is around trusting in you. So on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel spiritually in this moment? And so you might be discovering, oh, that's interesting. Um, my number's a little low and I haven't been doing my morning practice or my number is really high and I can see how my morning practice supports me. Whatever the number is, just asking that little bit more, why? And then you start to put the pieces together and recognize this is something that drains me. This is something that I need to attend to. This is something that fills me up. And then you get to consciously choose. Now, way back early in my journey, when I first downloaded that, my modality of connect to you, this check-in was a, actually it was like a once a week thing. And then the universe is like once a day. And then that was nice because I knew how I was starting my day, but then something could happen an hour later that would send you sideways. So I would bookend my day morning and evening. And again, I knew how I was starting my day. I knew how I was ending my day. But the biggest transformation happened when I started checking my inner battery throughout my day. And I started really doing that at the beginning of the pandemic. That's when I made massive shifts in my world. And I started to be aware of what was going in my world that I needed to release in order to increase my happiness, my energy, my productivity, my sanity in some moments? What do I need to release to increase? And that's really what this is all about, being under, uh, under hmm. okay, I don't know what words are gonna come out of my mouth. We go through our, our moments, uh, most of our lives, unconsciously recreating our previous days. And when we do this check-in, we start to become aware of the self-sabotaging patterns that are sending us sideways over and over and over again. Because when we're there on autopilot, right? When you're busy, especially, you are even more focused on going on autopilot even though you wanna eat better, even though you wanna to go to bed early, even though you wanna have less time in social media, even though you don't wanna do X, Y, or Z, or you want to add this, you're going on autopilot. And when you start to do this check-in, you start to realize how much that old version of you is costing you your happiness and what you really want in your life. And that's what's preventing you from flourishing the way you could. Oh, so good. So good. And it's, you're so right. We, we, it's so easy to go into that autopilot, right? It's the, it makes me think of like neuroscience, right? Like our brain, it's like we have those well-worn pathways in our brain. And so this is a way to be really conscious of 
what is going on and realize, no, just because we have those grooves or ruts, right? That we can choose a different, we can choose a different, make a different choice in that moment. I'm loving this. I'm having a real aha moment with these, um, with this physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, that, that check-in with the numbers. And it's, and I love the nuance of like, you know, checking into each one of those parts of ourselves, the physical, like I'm getting different numbers for all of the different ones. So really powerful um, tool and a powerful way to quickly get that awareness. And so let's, we've been building this bridge now with this process and we were, our destination was how does this impact our intuition? So we have six intuitive senses right? There's claircognizant, that intuitive knowing that comes up in your thinking, right? That little voice, the whisper that comes up in your ear. If you're checking in mentally all the time, you start to recognize what is that auto sub auto voice that's your subconscious mind, the voice of your dad, your mom, that old boss, you start to recognize those voices and be able to distinguish that from the whispers of your soul. You start to check in emotionally and you start to recognize, I don't know, I'm feeling really anxious about this. And like, there's no reason for you to be feeling anxious. You start to recognize that clairsentience, um, Claire so that's the physical sensations and the emotional feelings that you have around how a situation might be feeling. And it helps you detect there's something fishy going on here. There's also clairgustance, which is you're intuitively tasting. So sometimes you can get a taste in your mouth. So if you're checking in physically, you might notice that. There's clairalliance, the smells. Again, if you're checking in physically, it's like you might be noticing the smells that are around you. For me, I smell peppermint. When there's a significant uh, connection, either a situation or a person, there's a significant spiritual connection to that and that I need to pay attention. And I can be having a conversation with someone it's like, are you sucking a mint? Like, no. Did you wow. just brush your teeth? Um, like this morning I did, but does my breath smell bad? It's like, no, I'm, I'm just smelling mint. And there's something significant about that connection. Um, and then there is a clear audience. So that voice in the head, and you're able to make that distinction as well. So it, this trains you for what's going on energetically. And that's what intuition is. It's understanding another language energetically. For me, one of my zones of genius is tuning into the energy of people, places, situations, and, and particularly in businesses. So I can feel the energetic connection between an idea somebody has and their purpose. I have been doing that for years, so I have a real fluency, fluency in that. Now, somebody else might be really fluent in how to communicate with animals. I have not focused and dedicated enough of my time to do that. I know I could do it. It just takes me focusing my attention on that. Mm -hmm. And so there's a general intuition that we all have, and then you can go deeper in whatever area of specialty you want. Beautiful. I'm loving this. I think a lot, I'm sure people listening are thinking about them themselves and like these different, you know, times when you feel this and you you check in so are you saying then that the more we check in with our emotional our inner battery through the physical emotional mental spiritual 
then we're also going to start to get more awareness with this like claircognizant, clairsentient, uh, like the tasting, all those senses, the intuitive senses. Yes, absolutely. Because your first year training begins within yourself and how it feels. So you notice how your intuition feels up, feels within you. And then you start to recognize because as you're aware of what's happening within you, you start to recognize it in other people too. So if you start to notice how your language is impacted or that you're snapping, that you know that that happens when your energy is depleted that you know then that if you're interacting with somebody and they're snapping or the way that they're behaving, you know that it's what's going on within them and that their inner battery is just depleted and to not take it personally. And it allows you then to, maybe you need to help them take a pause to boost their inner battery and take a couple of breaths or go for a walk outside or feel the sunshine on their skin or get creative or watch a funny cat video. Did you know that it has actually been scientifically proven that watching funny cat videos does boost your energy? Science <laughs> I love it. does not lie. <laughs> Perfect. So we don't have to feel guilty looking at the cat videos. Exactly. <laughs> as long as we're not staying up till two in the morning. <laughs> yes. Them. Yes. So one funny cat video, but 200, <laughs> maybe not. Yes. Oh, that's so good. I'm loving this tool, Jennifer. I think this is so good. And I, I think I love how practical it is because so many people like you think, oh, what do you mean tap into my inner battery? Or what do you mean tap into my intuition? So I love how you've now given us a tool to access this part of us. It leads me to, then I think we have to then honor it because it's one thing to practice it, but then we have to then start practicing the listening to what's happening. I guess that's the next level, right? Because it's it's all well and good to say, I'm feeling this or I'm tapping into this, but then if you then ignore it and just keep caring, because we're in the habit of the doing and not the, not paying attention or, oh, I'm already on this track. I've just got to keep going. Yes, I checked in and my battery or my intuition is telling me this, but I've got things to do and places to go and people to see. So how do you then, like, what would you say to people that are saying that? And this is the journey. So I can teach people how to check in, but whether or not they do it, it's up to them. So I have noticed such incredible shifts in my clients as they dive into this. So for instance, I have a group called the Expect Success Collective, and we spend the first month focusing on this process. And they're asked to check their inner battery multiple times a day. And so uh, for instance, one participant, she has this amazing business. She's a healthcare practitioner. And she was feeling really stressed out and anxious at the beginning of our journey. After six months, because she was checking in to see how she was feeling, boosting her inner battery before taking action, she was able to get out of anxiety, set amazing goals for her business, tune into her intuition more. Um, and you start to realize that you are creating your reality. And if you go through the world with your energy in that thriving state 51% of the time, you will have a completely different experience compared if you are going around with your inner battery depleted like 90% of the time. 
it will change your world. Another one of my clients, she has a transportation company and she works a lot, a lot, a lot. So through this process, she started to create some more space for herself to do little things that she loved. And she was also able to make connections between this person does this to me. I know that I need to start my mornings this way. I need, know I need to take this extra pause when I go to the bathroom to just do some breaths before I go on to the next thing. The pinnacle point for her is she would normally have uh, something happen in her world and then it, she would blow a fuse and then stew in it for weeks. She had this pinnacle day of where she had not one, not two, but three crises show up. Now there was a moment where she just needed to cry and just say, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Let it out and then boost her inner battery. And she was able to gracefully make it through all three of those situations. Plus, she was able to trust in and listen to her intuition that there was something not quite right about one of the situations and, and figure out something that was wrong, that really needed to be addressed, that they were trying to pull the wool over her eyes, but she was able to trust in herself. And there she was at the end of the day and it was like, I made it. And I did it with grace and with confidence. And she didn't stew in it afterwards. That is what I want to bring to people. It's so transformative. Powerful. Yeah, transformative. Yeah, so powerful. So, um, and just can you just give us like three, like very quick, because I know we're we're running out of time here. Um, so when you say boost your inner battery, I know we've kind of alluded to. Um, do you have like just some quick like sure? So you know your battery is low. You need a quick boost, jump start, breath work, two deep breaths. Uh, for me, my go-to is outside, barefoot on the grass. Even if it's, you know, the grass is frozen, even I'll go barefoot on the grass as long as there's not too many inches of snow on the grass. Having the sunshine on the skin. Um, just those are some quick ones. Creativity, music, just start to experiment with different mindfulness-based uh, little boosts that can bring your energy up. And it's about you experimenting and then you check your inner battery again. It's like, oh, okay, so I can see that that brought my my... Um, number up physically two points that's great to know and you start to recognize what you want to reach for when what i love about deep breathing is you've got to breathe anyway so you can do it wherever you are yes <laughs> yes excellent thank you for that and i oh there's i've got so many more things i'd love to talk to you about on this topic um so for people um We'll, we'll talk about how they can connect with you. But before we do that, I ask all my guests, what's one thing you most recommend women can do to flourish in their lives? Yeah, check your inner battery. It is a game changer. I promise you, you will not regret it. You Beautiful. will flourish with it. Yes, yes. And for people that want to connect with you and learn more about the work you do in the world and maybe find out about more of your programs or if there's a particular program, what's the best way to connect with you? And, and if there's anything you have going on right now that you want to tell us about, let us know. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for that opportunity. Um, so you can visit my website, jlyall.com. Um, on there, there will be an opportunity where you can do a seven-day energy transformation. Um, that's targeted for entrepreneurs because I do work a lot with entrepreneurs. I do do some corporate work as well. That is, you'll see on my website. And in that, I take you through over seven days, a little bit deeper into this process and giving you some ideas of how to go deeper in the check-in, how to uh, boost your inner battery. And then you can learn about uh, my upcoming programs, um, whether it's my ready to be seen group program or my expect success collective. There are details there. 
Like success. I love that. We'll make sure we put all of that in the show notes so that you can connect with Jennifer Lyle and uh, and be in her world because she just has all this amazing positive energy that can help you to thrive and flourish. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I've loved it. This conversation and just being here with you today has been and energizing for me. So thank you so much, Jennifer. Thanks for listening to the She Flourishes podcast. I hope this episode has inspired you to keep on creating the flourishing life you deserve. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who would benefit from it. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening. To learn more about how you can live a flourishing life, head over to brendajasmine.com or follow me on Instagram at underscore Brenda Jasmine. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, keep on sharing your gifts with the world. See you soon.